While stranded on a desert island with、uh, no food or water, a man once said, Damn, I'm thirsty. Welcome to Cowboy Mafia Podcast with your hosts, Anthony Lucia and Brad Narducci. No regrets. Not even one. Not even one letter. <laughs> not even one letter. So I feel like you're you're a movie watcher, Michelle. I, well, this is terrible. When I'm not driving, can you okay, move when、that? I'm not driving, I have my phone setting there and always have a movie on because it's several, you know, yeah, ten, eleven hours, and so we get to watching movies when we're not driving. What kind of movies are you into? E- everything. Like I like Ginny and Georgia, The Peaky Blinders, which she、oh. got me into, which Sicilian. Oh my god. So、hot. <laughs> it makes me want to dress like those guys.、Oh, They're、too. British.、Oh, that、okay. was the accent you did the other night、uh, when you were saying. What was I can't say that word. I think it was bad. No, was wanker's not bad. Oh, wanker. Wanker. <laughs> I think wanker is bad though. Isn't it? Is it? I think it, it just means, means penis, doesn't it? Yeah, but that's not bad. That's a part of our bodies. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna start using that. It's 2023. I gotta、yeah. go pee. I'm gonna go <laughs> pull my wanker up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're not、no. going there anyway. See how weird it's the way you used it. Anyways, let's go. Welcome to the Cowboy Mafia. Your host Anthony Lucia, Brad Narducci, and we are joined by two of the top barrel racers in the entire world of professional rodeo, and all the jackpots and the D's and all the things. All the、um, D's. All the D's. The one, the slots, and the、uh, the what is the other one? I'm actually a C. Anyways, Ivy Savins, Ivy Savins, that was Michelle Darling, and welcome. And、uh, this is,、uh, I guess, we're digging deep right off the bat. Brad's face. I mean, while we're talking、egg. about it, I'm a triple C. <laughs> by the way. Brad's face just turned a shade of red. I've not seen him before. <laughs> we're off to a, a flying start. Yeah, a, a busting start. That's right. That's okay. Right. <laughs> No pun intended. Yeah, I mean, we. we, Yeah. uh, Do we have that capability? God, I hope so. We're not sure yet. Okay. Well, we are excited because this is a uh, this is Cowboy Mafia, as we said, and today it's going to be not to sound cliche, Cowgirl Mafia. Just remind everybody, not to be confused with. Never mind. Uh, Just remind everybody what Mafia means. It means a close group of people in a particular field having a controlling influence. And these two ladies, uh, they say they're out of control, uh, but I do believe they are in control of some things. And after visiting with them the other night in the hospitality, I learned so many spectacular things about their lives, the traveling together. And if you could sum up, Michelle, your life, your rodeo life in one word, what would it be?、Um, man, that's actually really tough. That is okay. Tough. There's a lot of、Jeez. genres that we go through. See, I thought you would just say、life. crazy. Crazy. I was going to say chaos. <laughs> chaos. Better, chaos.、Yeah. chaos. Or, organized confusion. <laughs> organized That's good. That's good. That's two that's words, but I liked it.、Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ivy, I'll give you two to three words. For me? Yeah.、Um, three sheets to the wind. <laughs> <laughs> I freestyle. <laughs> nice. It's constant remix for yes. Ivy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> DJ Ivy. <laughs> DJ, I you, you、yeah. have you have the ox cord in the truck. Is that your job? Are you the、uh, DJ? Absolutely. But when I say I freestyle, I pretty much have no plan ever, and I just <laughs> you just go. With That's it. her life.、Yeah. That's、nice. not just her yeah. musical yeah. Yeah. Pr- perfect. Life. It drives my husband crazy. That's okay. Because real quick to talk about Billy Jack, he is this cool. Seems like, and I don't know Billy Jack that well. Because he won't talk. 
because he doesn't <laughs> talk and I actually talk a lot. And so I think that, that <laughs> yeah. prevents me ever getting to know him because I'm like, so how you doing? I'm doing great. It's okay. Um, but he <laughs> seems like this cool, somber, stoic human. Yeah. I mean, I've said it before, but he's just so organized and has a plan and he plans out every day and knows everywhere he's going and he's the kind of guy that like it's like you have this many minutes in the day <laughs> wake up at this time and you do this and this and blah 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 and he's like asking me what time i'm leaving i'm like we're gonna uh, shoot uh, for yeah. two <laughs> and i'm probably gonna leave at 4 45. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's structured very structured i am not yeah I'm not. <laughs> the other night michelle thought it was a 7 30 perf it was a seven o'clock perf uh oh michelle was first out <laughs> Yeah. And almost got turned out at one of the biggest rodeos in the country. Yeah, Shell. That's me. But we made it, and I know how bad out of shape I am now because <laughs> it's a mile. To oh my run. gosh. And I was, she's usually leading me, Martini's pretty high strung. I was running, and she was trying to keep up with me as we're flying across. And my friend's behind me on her horse, and Ivy's coming too. And thank God Ivy said something. She's like, um, are those breakaway ropers coming back? And I said, yes, those are, and we are late. And she's like, you're late. I'm not. <laughs> she yeah. laughed out. She didn't care. No. So, yeah, and I'm just, like, booking it and sweating, and I get down there, and Donna Kane, everybody's like, oh, my God, we were so worried about you. And I was like, why? I'm here. I'm on time. And like, she's I, like, uh-huh. I knew what time it started. <laughs> I'm trying to act like nothing's wrong, and I'm like, I can't. I was trying to get on at the top of the tunnel, and it's, like, way down there. My saddle rolls. I'm hanging oh off God. the side it's of her, so and she funny. just takes off running, and I act like I'm warming up, and it is Terrible. I, I don't even have a stirrup. I was I hiding mean. behind you, and like when you got to the top of the hill, and I was like, "Oh, she's getting on, like right there." Yeah. And she went to get on, and her saddle wasn't tight. Martini just went that way. I was like, oh, "It was a cluster." I'm not gonna lie. I'd like to say the rest of it. It was terrible. But I do think that's a testament to your athleticism. If you were outrunning Martini, the famed barrel horse. Yeah, no kidding. Like I couldn't breathe. I couldn't I keep up with along. I got on my horse because we were so far ahead. I was like, "Oh my god." I was running, and I look back, and you guys are way back there, and I was like, whatever. Well, that's what Shelby, she's yeah. like, mm, uh, Michelle's, I mean, she's kind of in a hurry. I said, I think she's late. Yeah. <laughs> not me. I'm not late. You're but right. she, <laughs> I think she's late. It I is mean, It is like a mile to the building, though. You you mapped it the other day. It, at 1.57 there and back. I believe Because I walked it, and it yeah. took me two days. But, like, <laughs> had to stop it's halfway. so hot here, warm, and I'm not complaining, but, you know, back home it's 40 degrees when we left, so we get here. Or like my ankles are uh, swollen and I'm like, oh my yeah. gosh, am I really that bad out of shape? I have edema. It's terrible. <laughs> I need more fluids. I feel like this is another topic. <laughs> it is. <laughs> we just went from talking about the chaotic getting to the arena and then it's, I'm you know, I'm sharing medical yeah. stuff with you guys. There there's something about missing your run at San Antonio though, because I've almost missed my run here. Like, there's been several people times. last year. You almost uh, missed your run at Denver. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> you said that so unconfident. Like, do 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 we need a back number? I was like, uh -huh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I am up there getting ready to run, and I do not have a back number. And some, she sent some girl to go get it. Yeah, I sent. Peyton get it literally it. pinned on as I'm getting ready to run down the alley because I guess I'll disqual. Oh wow! You. Yeah. you couldn't pull the old north side and just get somebody who's already been put their no. back number on. Not I don't Denver, know. Apparently, I don't remember. That was oh. a long time ago. Mm -hmm. When was that? No. So what would happen if you did miss a run like that? Would they, would they fine you, obviously? Oh, I no. have missed a run before. Okay. I missed my first run at Dodge City, not last year, but two years ago. Yeah. Do you remember that? I do remember that. I I'm sorry. <laughs> I should have. I, I don't know. I don't either, but I drove from Phillipsburg 
and got there and then I like got this the trailer I have now and it's the first time I had ever taken it anywhere and it has blacked out windows nice and I told Billy <laughs> back right before I went to sleep I was like man it's I mean you can't see your hand in front of your face I was like man this and it gets cold because it's uh -huh. cold. I was like this is dangerous like I don't know if I should I'm gonna have to open a window or something and anyways so before I go to sleep I like looked at my run from the year before and looked at the time and so then I went to sleep and set my alarm and I got out of the trailer and I was on the phone with Billy Jack and I heard this lady talking around the side of the deal and it sounded like she was talking about her barrel run and I was like huh and I like went around and I mean her horse had the flare strip on and it was huffing and puffing and I was like hmm that's pretty weird and so then I go back and look at my video I said oh that was my second run because I hit a barrel on my first run, so I deleted the video and I looked at the wrong time. And so then I, I didn't even want to go up to the office. I sent the girl that was helping me drive to the office to see if I could run my second one so I could get my tour point. Oh, <laughs> you got to run. They did, yeah, run. but I yeah. dang sure missed a run. That's incredible that they allowed you to even. Do yeah, that. no kidding. No, it's not. It's in the ground rules. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, I didn't Anthony. Jeez, <laughs> you were right on with me. I thought they, that they I didn't, didn't do me a favor. Yeah. Oh, well, they just did what they're supposed to. Yeah. But still, in some instances, that's a win. Yeah, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know about if you miss your run here. I don't know if you can make your last one. Last year, there was somebody that missed their run on accident because she forgot it was a noon perf. Oh, yeah. There was two God. in one yeah. day, and she did oh, miss I it. Oh, I remember that. It was, um, yeah. I, I don't remember. Anyway, but it was. I felt terrible for her, and I wish I would have called her because I seen her leave, and I thought, well, surely she'll be right back. Right. And then we couldn't find her. So, yeah, it's happened. I'm not the only one that almost misses my run. Are barrel racers as a whole a tight-knit community, or are there a lot of really small groups? You know, I'll talk to if it's post. <laughs> I was going to say. But like, I talk to everyone. I'm That's like, why you're on Cowboy Mafia. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I, you know. A couple I mean, of tree stumps. Yeah, I don't care. Just talk to me, please. No, but <laughs> I, uh, you can learn something from everybody, literally. But no, I, I usually talk to everybody. And, and yeah, there's people that kind of have their, you know, people they stay with yeah. and talk to. And, and, you know, there's people that aren't very nice. And you just smile and wave. Sure. And walk on by. So it's just like a normal social structure. Yeah. I mean, I there's always so. going to be a certain group that are drawn yeah. to each other i think so yeah i mean i don't always you know agree with you know sitting with winners is different i know that's a whole sign that a lot of the girls go by they say the conversation is different the mm -hmm. conversation's different with everyone it doesn't matter who you sit with you can always learn something that you don't like or something that you do like right. so i'm that kind of person that tries to take something from everybody and learn it and make something good about it that's cool we talked about that a little bit the other night yeah how you can learn something from anybody yeah. if you allow yourself that opportunity absolutely good or bad right yeah there's yeah. some girls that don't do you know some people I know and they just have bad runs here and there, but they put a smile on their face and they keep trying. And mm -hmm. I'm like, that's what I like. I like that confidence because we all have a bad day. We all have a bad run. You forget about it. You fix it or you try to fix it or you do something about it. Right. You know, that's just kind of how I try to think. Because like last night, I, I uh, might have ran over the top of two barrels. But tonight we're going to do something a little different. Well, there it wasn't you your fault. They shouldn't have been standing in that I mean, position. the barrels were yeah. in the way. Yeah. And I don't yeah. know why they were there. And they were just. You, you know, should have just hit the third one. I Well, when the announcer, I love it. When he's like, go ahead and hit the third well, one. We'll get you a pizza. Will I'm you like, get a free one? Does burger? it look like I need a pizza? <laughs> no. Shut up, Wayne. My winter weight is a little fluffy. Yeah, me so, too. I'm, I'm about to start the cutting season. You know, I'm bikini. two to three pounds for my goal weight. I with, feel like with Shut bikini up. season coming around the corner. <laughs> I'm fluffy. <laughs> I'm retaining water because it's hot here. It's the edema. It's the edema. Okay, I got like ten pounds of edema on my ankle. I have a lot of edema all over, <laughs> like full body edema. Yeah. But so, instead of water, it's like fat. 
Shut up. Both <laughs> of y'all are from Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Ivy, I know you don't have any kids, but do you have kids, Michelle? I have three of them. Oh, three my kids. Gosh. Two, three kids. They are awesome, fun. They're all three unique. And um, Demi's the one that goes with me more than anybody. And um, I Is that one her. of them? That's Shelby. She's my other kid. She's my teenage kid. Oh, I love her. She's profanely shaking hey, her head. Stop she's like, that. No. Do I look that old? No, she looks really young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like 10. You're not going to get out of this one. You might have adopted her. She's 24. Yeah. She's, yeah. You're 24? Yeah. Oh, wow. I wouldn't have guessed that. How my bad. How do you think I am? She's like, yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, I'll go. I'll, I'll. Three, three kids. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to get hit today. Ask, her, ask, her, ask her how old the oldest one is. How, how old's the oldest? 18. 18? Would you have a kid when you were 10? No, I was 18. <laughs> okay. so, so, so there you go. Yeah, 36. I was going to guess yeah. like 28, yeah. to be honest with you. I was young when I had him, yeah. So And then we started over with the other two. So it was a, a big difference, but Demi's a mess. We'll just say that. Everybody knows her very well. She's so <laughs> She's, grown up. That's She's, awesome. Yeah. And how old is she? She'll be seven. She'll be seven years old. She a firecracker? Oh, my gosh. She's out there practicing her speed wave one day with her middle finger up like this. <laughs> <laughs> Every, all the roughies are laughing. They're like, do it again. I'm like, stop encouraging. Quit. Stop encouraging. That's funny. Yeah. She's she a mess. She run barrels, too? She does, but she's fair weather. If it's not warm, it's Amen. <laughs> not riding her Amen, horse. sister. Yeah. yeah. She's smart, too. She's very smart. That is true. So, Ivy, talk a little bit about um, the other night you were saying how you're at this season i feel like life is a series of seasons and so in this season of your life it's changed a little bit than than what it has been maybe the last what seven years yeah um what what exactly either created the shift or was this a shift that you chose to take a step back or kind of where where are you at mentally with what you do with rodeo yeah i mean obviously i want to be gamey and all that different stuff and be in back in the top and all that but I mean JLo's just gotten older and then I just kind of got plagued with some injuries last year um and then been trying to get another good one and just not working out (laughs) really yeah but um overall I just horses are athletes too and I mean they get hurt sure it's just the way that it is but I think that uh I think that like when you're really in tune with a horse you subconsciously know something's wrong even though like the vets and stuff can't get to the bottom of it yeah because even last year like after um JLo got hurt in my last round here uh we couldn't quite put our finger on what was wrong with her um and so then we just thought that she had strained um her hamstrings and then we gave her like three or four months off and then started back in the summertime and she was really good at the beginning and really good um on the hard ground but when, the more I ran her in the deep ground, the more inconsistent she became, which you know sure. is not no. her. Like, she is not an inconsistent horse at all. Um, and so then when I went home, I just gave her, like, three weeks off or whatever and then took her to go get a, um, go get her oil changed before the WPRA finals. And she was, like, a- abnormally lame for her. Like, yeah. she honestly, like, J-Lo never really flexes off. Like, you kind of just do regular maintenance because she never really flexes off. And then she did actually flex off. Well, the injections only lasted for, like, three or four runs. Um, and so then it was like, holy crap, like, something something's up. up. Yeah. yeah. And, I, it, like, Michelle could tell you, all summer I was just like, man, I don't know if I should be out here. Like, I don't know. I feel like I should go home. I turned out of a bunch of rodeos just randomly because I'd start getting, like, this anxiety. Sure. Like, about running J-Lo. And yeah. I just think it's because, like, her and I are so connected. Like, mm-hmm. I could tell something was wrong with yeah. her. Um, but again, vet work is guesswork, and 
I mean, we just couldn't figure it out until later on. And even at the end, like, I mean, I definitely, if I would have pushed, I probably could have made the NFR. But when, like, something doesn't, like, sit right in your gut and yeah. you love yeah. them, yeah. you know, it's just a way different, just the vibe that I have with my horses is just a lot different than a lot of the people. Like, mm-hmm. and I mean, at the end of the day, and I've said this to pretty much everybody, JLo has, like, nothing else to prove right. or to win for me i mean the only thing that she hasn't won is the world and honestly she's too old to get that done <laughs> now with how tough it is sure you know and then she's won a million and she's gonna go she's gonna go down in the record books and oh, she's so her surgery went good and then i mean if she comes back she comes back and if she doesn't i mean i'm fine with it she yeah. doesn't owe me anything and then i put all my eggs in one basket again um seasoning reba which was the mare mm-hmm. that's out of j-lo and I seasoned her, and I barely took her. She won 55000 like, <laughs> half-ass going. So good. And then I took her to Pink Buckle, and she separated her deep digital, which is something I've never dealt with. Like, honestly, wow. I haven't had many soundness issues ever. Right. And so, anyways, it was just, like, a long year of just sure. different things. And then I had a fraternity mare that was a sister to J-Lo, um, and she broke her pelvis the first fraternity Ooh, I took her to. My goodness. Wow. Yeah, so I was just, like things that I've never dealt with. Like I've never dealt with this many injuries and, you know, just having like an, like a army of horses. It's just, I mean, I can't really do that because you know, Billy Jack, he's got 35 head of horses Mm -hmm. in training and I'm only can have so many pens and so many stalls because, and I mean, honestly, the way I'm making money is by winning, not by riding outside horses. So I can't take up a bunch of space and have 18 head, you know? So So with that, and I, and this is, goes back to what we talk about before is mindset. Okay, Mm -hmm. so this this is part this is what inspires me about any rodeo competitor. If you do this and you make this your goal where you are doing this as a living, this is the way like you just said, you're providing for your expenses and you're paying for everything. You're winning. What you win is what you earn. To me, what kind of a mindset do you have to have? And I know it's not always going to be easy. Nothing Mm -hmm. worth anything is. But what, at this point of your life, you've been at the highest of the highs. I mean, you dang near won the world. You've won the NFR aggregate. You've won every big rodeo there is. You've set arena records. You've done it all. But what type of mindset right now does it take to go, I'm good? God's good? Yeah. I'm getting to still do what I love to do? Yeah. I got a great husband. He's got a great job? Yeah. Like, what kind of a mindset does it take for Ivy Sabins? So, I'm a little different than Michelle. I don't talk to everybody. <laughs> and I just, That's I can't. Okay. I know. Okay. And I just can't. Like, I'm just not the kind of person that can have all of that different personalities and energy and stuff around me. But I have a really close, tight-knit group of friends. Thankfully, it's like, and Haley and Emily are, I mean, I lean on them a lot when I'm not handling things very good and they both have very different outlooks on stuff and you know really positive and one's really realistic and all that stuff so thankfully I have like this little tight-knit circle that has gone through the same trials and tribulations that I have gone through and are also wanting to compete at the highest level that we're at now because honestly barrel racing is the toughest it's ever been oh yeah so like and I and talking about mindset like you know, before I, I can't hardly sleep right now. You know wow. what I mean? Like the past like three months, I haven't been able to sleep just because it's like all that's on my mind is like how I'm going to get back to being sure. up here and not being kind of in the middle. And I, I mean, I there's no magic fix to mindset. Like every week I've been going through something different and getting more and more positive. And honestly, like 
the other night when you saw me, I just, I'm to the point where it's just comical. Like, I'm just, like, <laughs> laughing at myself. I'm like, what the heck is, like, yeah. you know? And But if you'd have talked to me three weeks ago, I don't think I could have even had a conversation about what's going on yeah. because it's just, it's just so, again, it's always, always rolling with the punches and all this stuff. And rodeo, again, like you said, it's just, you don't get paid unless you win. It's performance-based. Yeah, it and I had a girl tell me, you know, that is winning a lot right now or whatever. And she was just like, if I didn't have the horse that I have, I wouldn't go to Fort Worth. Okay, I get that. But, like, would I get paid for the sponsors on my shirt? Right. That means something to me. Yep. It mm-hmm. makes makes a difference for me, for income. And so I'm not going to not figure out how to get back to where I'm at. And yeah. And I, that's what I'm going to do is try to get back to the top. And that's all I'm thinking about all yeah. the time. And I think you just have to have a really good group of people that support you. For sure. And believe in you. And then other people that are realistic and, you know, that kind of deal. But honestly, an overall mindset, I don't know, man. I'm yeah. just freaking, like I said, I'm just trying to float through it. Because I, honestly, I think I'm a little sick right now because I'm so stressed. Sure. But if I don't laugh it off. I don't know what's going to happen. Right, right. <laughs> that's that's a competitor's mindset, though, just trying to figure out how to get back to the top. And, and when you go through those seasons of trying and tribulations, it's real important, like you said, to have people around you that can say, look, it's going to be all right. Like, yeah. we're going to get through this. Yeah. And I think we all need those people. Yeah. Right? Because sure. you're like that for me, and I'm like that for yeah. you. This guy is the most emotional guy I've ever met in my life. Aww. One night he'll be, I'm not even kidding you, he'll be, oh man, what am I doing? Don't rest your head on what the mic, it's okay. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, you're fine. Like, we're good. We're in this position for yeah. a reason, right? That's and right. we go through these things for a reason. I think doubt is a part of life. It's so hard. And yeah. fear. That's the fear of failure. I was talking to Tassie about the fear of failure, you know? And I've never felt that way. I've never had fear of failure. I, Young Ivy, back when I was on Tibby, when I first got on JLo, I would go back and watch the videos, and I'm like, You're oh, fearless. my God, that, who yeah. is that? I like, know. that person is crazy, just going, I mean, as fast as they could possibly go, not giving a dang. Yeah, and, that's right. You know, and ta- you know, I mean, Tassie talked just about getting older. Ignorance is bliss, man. Oh, man. You get older, and then you get aware of stuff. <sighs> Bills. Yeah, I hate getting older. Yeah, it's awful. Well, and I think I'd never been in that position for that. You, you know, you I've been there now trying to make the NFR last year. It kind of was a goal if it started off good. And Emily pushed me out to go to California and I was in nursing school and I was just getting ready to graduate. And so we went out to Cali and we made it work and I kind of flew back and forth. I had clinicals and a lot on my plate. And I'm like, there's no way I can make the NFR this year. There's no way. And Emily's like, yes, you can. You have the horse to do it. You got to come out here to the West. And so I'm like, okay, let's do it. And I tried to chicken out on her. I mean, I tried several times to back out. Emily would not let me do it. Yeah, that's awesome. I don't know if she either wanted to help driving or split <laughs> fuel money, but she pushed me and I'm glad she no, did. You Red know. wants people to do Yeah, she good. does. Yeah. I'm kidding. But yeah. anyway, and we had a good time. We had a great time. Yeah. Um, that's kind of really the most I've been away from the kids and with another friend and just being an adult. And it was amazing. But the, the Cali run was good to me. I went out there and went to four or five rodeos and won 15,000. Yeah. I thought, oh, my gosh, wow, I'm making it a goal now. I'm going to make the NFR this year. That's and cool. then, you know, it all built up and it got down to the last couple of weeks. And um, I cried. <laughs> I cried a lot. I mean, lots of just anxiety, emotional fear, tons of fear of not making the NFR. And I didn't. So, in there, (laughs) yeah. I feel like so. Whenever you guys said fear, I literally looked at him because I always say, he's like, "What drives you?" I said, "The fear of being terrible, just being an announcer, right?" Which, on paper, is 
is easy, mm-hmm. but it's the fear of being mediocre because yeah. anybody can announce, anybody can run right. barrels, but it's the expect the expectations that we've set for ourselves. Oh, yeah. And I'm not, I've never made the NFR, never, never even like, I'm not even putting myself in that category. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you want to be great at any position, any job you're doing, you have to set a level of expectancy or rather oh, have a do. level of expectancy. Absolutely. And then, the f- then through that, it's the fear of not achieving that. Yeah. And I'm going to be a failure if I don't. But we have to realize that you're not a failure that's if you right. don't. Right. And, and that's what I said at the end of the day. I was like, you know, th- this mayor is a once-in-a-lifetime horse. We've had a lot of good ones. I'll never have one like her come through my hands again. Just like, you know, Tibby was so special to you and J-Lo was so special to you. Like, you, have, you do have these once-in-a-lifetime horses that some people get two or three of them. But she is my true once-in-a-lifetime horse, and I believe that. And she owes me nothing and she continues to give me everything and we do have bad runs san antonio is not her pin i had another horse planned to come here it didn't work out and i'm like sorry teeny girl you got to get in the trailer and go let's do this you know she needs to get fit for houston yeah and she does and i'm I'm so this run for big money absolutely (laughs) and i haven't got into houston before i've been like 34 33 32 34 and i'm like oh my gosh so finally this year i think i ended up 18th by a couple hundred dollars you know of missing the nfr and, and um I'm just excited to be into Houston. I can say that much. And yeah, I hope that's that cool. that's her pin because she's an outdoor horse. She The bigger the pin, the better that mare runs. Inside, she's a little claustrophobic and a little nervous. So I'm hoping that this setup will, you know, she'll do really good in it. Yeah. It's okay. tight here, isn't it? Yeah, oh, I mean, we've man. seen very few runs be sub-14s here. It's tight. It's like six over, like I think a six or six or seven be under 14. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and horses that have been here several times. Yeah. yeah. And just now figuring it out, right. you know. Well, I yeah. think now that the back fence is not black anymore and it's red it makes it seem even smaller like running really? to the first barrel because it used to be black back there i thought black I is slimming uh, no Crap. not to all horses. of my shirts horses are black son of a gun. horses see them black and white they do yeah they're yeah. colorblind i did not know i thought that. it was shades of gray no you're thinking of 50 shades of gray oh yeah oh, that's no. bad my bad that's a great audio book <laughs> i was about to say shitty literature no. but either way yeah <laughs> <laughs> see Brad, you thought you were going to get him on that one. No, yeah. I, I've never actually listened to it twice. Um, twice, <laughs> just once. <laughs> um, but talk, okay, so two different ends of the spectrum in a sense. So you've not made the NFR. No. But you've come extremely close, almost without even starting the year off. Because yeah. did you, you've been to San Antonio before? I've been here a couple of times, yeah. Okay, but you've never been to Houston. So this mm-hmm. is like your first full-fledged yes. big winter. Yes, um, yeah. Do you ever have to stop and go, I'm doing this for a living. I'm getting to, like, because this is something I have to remind myself yeah. on, is, and again, totally different. I'm not as, I get paid every time. So, like. You son of a gun. Uh, I know. No. It's, it makes me mad. It makes, you do too. I'm just trying to be on their side. <laughs> <laughs> but, but is there ever a point where you go, holy cow, I get to run barrels and compete against the best in the world for oh, a living yeah. and go to all these different places? Because, to me, that's like. Rodeo is will beat you down if you let it. However, Absolutely. if you take a step back, at some point, Ivy, you're gonna ten years down the road, you're gonna look at like this season of your life and go, but I was still freaking going on the battlefield. That's right. Mm-hmm. And I had a battlefield to to fight on. Yeah. Well, I and I think too, this is something that Haley and I talk about a lot, is that 
especially like in the summertime when you're like asking for trades and people being rude to each other about trades and then trying to bully people into trading mm -hmm. them because Ooh. they think that their goals are more important than the yeah. person that they're asking. Something Haley and I talk about nonstop is that just because their goal isn't important to you doesn't mean that it's not important to them. Mm -hmm. And like, that's kind of like with me coming to San Antonio, I had a couple people ask me if I was even coming. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Uh, if you'd asked me that three weeks ago, I'd have been like, no, probably not. I might just run this sucker, you know, just right off the bridge right now. But, right, but. <laughs> Jeez, I, <laughs> that took a turn for the Yeah, seriously, like that's how much Driving stress. Driving to a gosh damn bar dance. Yeah, yeah, seriously, and so much stress. And then finally I was just like, no, I worked my butt off to get into these yep. inner rodeos. Yep. That is the only thing that I get from working my tail off last year. Yeah. I don't get a bonus. I don't get nothing. The only thing I get is to go to Fort Worth, San Antonio, and Houston. Yep. That's all I get. So I'm going. Yeah. And I'm going to try to make it a good experience for the new horse I have and yeah. season, season my horse because it's my goal. Yep. And just because it's not... Just because it's not important to someone else right. doesn't mean that it's not important to me. And I think that people don't have a good perspective on that. I absolutely hate when people try to bully other people into trades. Nobody texts me for trades, of course. That's what <laughs> I get them all the time. Yeah, you get asked all the time. Like, Nobody asks oh, Shadley. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm like, yeah. oh, hey. But I don't like no. that. And, yeah. and then for people to go and like, yeah, Michelle sees the best in a lot of people, whatever. But there is a group of people Give that it time, Michelle. specifically <laughs> want other people to feel bad. There is a specific group that wants other people to feel bad. And yeah. those wow. are the people that I absolutely, I don't even speak to them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just can't because I was the person growing up that when I was at school in a huge classroom and there was that one kid who, you know, didn't never had a partner for anything or, you know, never said a word or never lifted their head up from their desk. I would make a point to talk to them. Mm -hmm. And because not everybody can be fit into these tight knit groups that are think that they're so much better than everybody else, mm -hmm. right? So people who actually go out of their way to try to make other people feel bad or try to bully them into, yeah. you know, making their success um, like a part of them in a very mean way. Yeah. I'm like, dude, what is wrong with you? Like, yeah. you can't That's bully toxic. people. Yeah, and it's just there's there's a there's quite a few where yep. it's just like. Well, there's a lot of them. Crappy text. <laughs> You'll ask me, you know, how did you do? And um, I always try to ask everybody, how did you do? And if it wasn't great, I'm like, hey, you've got tomorrow. you got another run. Leave it behind. Yeah. Go yep. on to the next one. Because that's what I want them to say to me. Right. I don't want them to be like, oh, yeah, that was terrible. You better go beat the crap out of your horse and tune on it. Or you should just go home. I mean, there's girls like that. Wow. That are just, that's so yeah. rude. No, they're Mean hard. girls. Mean Very. girls. I mean, they, you know, you think some are your friends, but they're they're wow. running to the fence to watch you fail. They don't want to see you succeed. Yeah. And, I and guess that is that's a proven what's point. been eating at me is I know that there's people that would absolutely love for me to never win again. I know. But that's also what fuels my fire. Sure. You know what yeah. I mean? Sure. Because yeah. that's what people kind of want, right? They want you to be a one-hit wonder. Oh, she only made it because of this, or she only made it because of that. Which is nah, not true. I'm, I'm going to make it again because I'm going to work my ass off for exactly. it. And I'm going to figure it out. And because I like being gamey. And that's what I like. Um, Gamey. I got love that, that word. She's got that dog in her. She's got that dog in her. Gamey. I'm going to start using yeah. that. I freaking love Ivy. Yeah. I, love <laughs> I told you, you yes. was. I tell him who we're going to have on. He's like, huh? what do they do? <laughs> no, like, no, I, didn't, I, didn't say, I didn't say, I didn't say that. We're in the trash can business. That's what I tell right. people. Yeah. Trash can. They're like, what do you mean? I'm like, I'm in the trash can business. No, the, recy the recycling business. The recycling business. <laughs> yeah. Crushing cans. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Literally. No. <laughs>
<laughs> Too soon, Brad. Too soon. That's so. That's so funny. Look at the deflation. Michelle's like, yeah. What? Those poor water burger <laughs> cups. <laughs> it, you could have had a free burger if you'd have hit one more. But let's not talk about that. It's no, funny that you say that you guys check in with each other because we do the same thing. He might be in California, and I'm mm-hmm. in wherever the hell I am. And we'll check on each other. Hey, how'd your perf go? Yeah. yeah. Well, it was good. I did this. And we actually study and watch each other's work. And Absolutely. It's it's cool to see that camaraderie with you guys, And too. bullies, I will tell you all this, bullies are in every and part of I mean, our I, industry. They are. I've seen that one deal, like, when it, it was on oh, Facebook. Oh, no. No, I'm not talking no, about. No, but those are bullies. Yeah, no, and they're I'm, not. Yeah. Facebook warriors are not bullies. Yeah. I could give a crap less about them. Social That's, media is so toxic. Oh, it so sucks. Yeah. But I, I hate like, it. But I'm saying... People that you work with, people that you work for, oh, absolutely. fellow people in the mm-hmm. same business as myself. It happens in the clowns. It happens in music directors. Well, there it happens th- in other sports and other events. I oh, think. Yeah. And I think, too, that's something with I, uh, with rodeo people. I think that everybody gets so, like, tunnel vision on rodeo, and they think that they're, like, so important and all this different <laughs> stuff. I'm sorry. If you can walk into Walmart and nobody knows who you are, <laughs> you're not that it doesn't big. matter. Yeah. Yeah. Hell, Walmart, walk into a Cavender's. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I'll go with other competitors, like, high-profile competitors. We'll go to a boot barn. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, Hello. Go to any autograph signing in Las Vegas with Ryan Motes is one of you, one of my best yep. friends, and mm-hmm. and uh, I'm dancing around, but he goes out there just to sign for Roper if he doesn't make it, and he's like, he'll have people come up to him and be like, man, great job last night. He's oh like, my gosh, dude, I've not been here in two years, but like just mm-hmm. people don't they know. Have no idea. They see idiots. a sponsor shirt and they might recognize mm-hmm. you. They don't know who you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like if people in rodeo fully, truly understood that we are just living in this world. And we're blessed to be able to get to do this. Mm-hmm. Yes, we'd use it to make our living. But when it comes down to it, we are a small blip. And the impact that we're going to make on our world is the one that we do right here. Mm-hmm. You and Absolutely. I. Talking to the yep. people. Being that person. Going and talking to those two lonely little girls sitting over there at the other table. Um, uh, Miss Tacey Matthews <laughs> <and> Shelby Schmidt. <laughs> They're having fun. They're having fun. <laughs> no, they are. Um, our in-house like, audience. Yeah, no. exactly. <laughs> round of applause girls but i really feel like that's the at the end of the day that's what <laughs> we're gonna be all remembered oh by. absolutely and that's why i think you should always surround i'm not saying surround yourself with winners but surround yourself with positive people like-minded positive people. people absolutely yeah. and i love winner. winners yeah. i like to be around winners they are fun but positive people if they put like I, my girlfriend that's with me shelby one of my very best friends she's so happy go lucky i have a bad run last night and she kind of looks at me and laughs and she's like you got tomorrow i'm like yes ma'am i sure do but that right there instead of being like well what are you gonna do why'd you do so how bad? are you gonna, how fix, are you gonna fix it yeah. I just look, i'm like I'm you want me to set up pop anything. up cans in the warm-up right yeah because now. because once it's done it's done and yeah, you, you like can't said, you can't do anything about it i can't it. help that the barrels were in the way stupid the barrels a little deep you know i can't help that it was a little yeah. deep i wasn't it gonna bring get a it up deep. it did that is the yeah. that is the one thing that we weren't going to talk about was the ground was the ground <laughs> um however let's get into it no hey Let's no. not. I want to hear Ivy's. No. Go after it. Oh, I'm ready. No, Ivy's <laughs> locked and loaded for She's this. Like, I've been waiting yeah. for this one, you sons of bitches. Here we go. No, I, I will say, I will say that the girls that are getting to go to Houston and San Antonio for the first time this year, they are so lucky because. They're dragging after five. They're here. dragging in Houston. Oh, wow. Oh, um, that is. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So is the drag better or is the handrake better? And I'm not saying that. I, I, I legitimately do not know. <laughs> 
I'm like I'm asking. What what in your mind would make you think that a hand rig would be better than a tractor? <laughs> I don't know. I had a really no, I just want to know. Because like, well, I watch like one run after it's been dragged, and you can see that there's deep marks in the pattern. So I feel like if you hand rake after every one, you're getting to fill those. I, I could be wrong. I just think that like the 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 holes that you make. Mm-hmm. You're just putting fluff on top of holes. Like, you're okay. not actually... Those guys aren't doing a good enough job to, I got you. to well, actually and, and make yeah, it. I mean... want to thank everybody for <laughs> tuning in to Cowboy Mafia. We have to this, go. Uh, <laughs> this has been one for the record. <laughs> Boy, that took that a turn. That was Michelle, by the way. Or Michelle. <laughs> that was Ivy. I didn't say <laughs> that. They know, <laughs> they know the difference of the voices. Uh, I told no, you to not talk about ground. A tractor is better. <laughs> Brought it up. Brought it up. Damn it. The tractor. The answer is the, the tractor. tractor. <laughs> Anyway, so speaking of the ground, one one more question: How how is it running at Pendleton? How does it change your your game plan there? Like, was terrible. I was scared for my life, and I'll never do it again. Ever, really? Ever? Nope. Nope. I did it one, one and done for me. I will never. I love that that rodeo, and and I get to go Uh, there for the the extreme bulls final. But it is scary to watch the barrel racing there. It's scary to watch. I've watched Mm. every event in rodeo because even the breakaway ropers, Mm. like if their horse gets on their ass and stops. Just thinking about Pendleton, I'm curious. Oh, I know. I thought it's because it's when I got out there, and I had to because that was one I needed to do good there to get me to the NFR, and I didn't do good there. It just, I didn't have a bad run, but it wasn't a great run because I rode really safe because I literally was. it scared me. So at that point, this so this is what boggles my mind, and I understand people need Pendleton. Yeah. But at what point do you have to go? Is it worth it? I said that to myself about yeah. twenty times. I could win Pendleton, make the NFR, but if I don't have a horse, Oof. exactly, or break a leg, and that's or exactly. I mean, and again, I'm not trying to tell people to not go to Pendleton. Like whatever, do it if you want to. But that's one of the thoughts that I've that's I've always thought. Well, and Martini handled it, but by the time I I rounded third, in my mind, I said. I kept going. I am so sorry, Martini. Like I literally had tears coming down my face when I got to run. It was like that's I will just never do that to you again. Yeah, no, it, it, it is. Long. Long. It is and I'll never do that to her again. I'll yeah. never run yeah. there again. It's, and it's cool. It's the anomalies that kind of give you the idea that that could even be possible, right? Like Chrissy Laughlin making it multiple times off the bubble by winning Pendleton twice. Yeah. yeah. Kimmy Wall winning mm-hmm. it two or three times on yeah. Boxy, making yeah. NFR. Yeah. It's those anomalies. That I like, love Kimmy Wall. Just want to yeah, say that. Yeah, she's so nice. But it's the anomalies that give you like this idea that that could be me. No. No. <laughs> no. And yeah. Actually, yeah. I, my advice to you is to never run a Pendleton. But it's also the anomalies like Jordan and Rolo and Haley and Sister, you know, that like they give you these ideas that like winning is easy. Winning's not easy. No. Winning's hard. It is. So this is, this is funny because we talked to a bareback rider. And he prepares and he works hard. And that's what's so different about like rough stock riding compared to being a timed eventer in, in rodeo is the variables, right? So in bareback riding, they rely on themselves. Yes, they have to have a good horse. Mm-hmm. 80% of the horse, well, 70% of the horses they're going to get on, give them a chance to win. And they can enter around bad and horses. They, and they can enter around bad horses where, and they know what they're getting into. And mm-hmm. this has been the whole dirt talk last year as everybody's like getting on Facebook saying this rodeo is not very good or whatever. Um, but what he said, he goes, I have to tell myself that winning is easy. All I have to do is my job. So that's what's so unique about now barrel racers, because it's not only your horse, mm-hmm. it's not only the ground mm-hmm. and then it's you and the timer. And well, Oh, no, yeah. there's a the thing you can do your job. You can smoke a run, but that's the thing about rodeo. There's a lot of luck involved in it too, because there's times that, the ground wasn't good and you smoked around the timer didn't work 
You were yeah. hand flagged. The other ones got timers, and that's happened to me several, a lot of us, several Ooh. times. We know we were faster, and we got a hand flag, and we're already past them, and then they drop it. Yep, and we're yep. like, well, you know, and it, it happened to me this year at Fort Worth. I think I would have made the short go, and I'm going to bring it up, but the timer didn't work. Wow. You've seen it, zero, zero. I'm out the alleyway and all the way down it, and they're like, we're waiting for an official time from the judge first right but that's your first on the ground you're like yes i'm first out i'm first on the ground this is awesome and then that the timer happens. doesn't work and then, and then you're happens. like i wish i second out on the ground yeah. Yeah. there's a lot of times you do do your job and you know but you still have to stay positive but that's sports what do you think about that so, this is totally off subject but oh go ahead are we going emily, back to the track no thing? emily and i are talking and i don't even know how we came up but both of us are like i really i really like being second on the ground not first because right. when there's no tracks and like it's like drug. I'm like, where do I go? <laughs> <laughs> I need some guidance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When it's all freshly groomed yeah. and everything. Oh, see, so I'm like, oh, tracks. please, Lisa, be before me. I was going Lisa's tracks. I know she knows where she's going. My yeah. wife has actually said that That's that really good. that if the ground's kind of crappy, my wife likes to be lower because she can be on the inside of people's tracks. True Is that story. a thing? I'd love to be on the inside of some tracks to the right, like here tonight yeah know, on the inside not hitting the wall yeah, yeah. you fine. didn't hit the wall last night you got close I pretty much no. hit the wall. <laughs> she's, it's all about like, that positivity she's about it now i, mean, no, I, I kissed good. the wall i didn't stop at it but i kissed the wall last <laughs> she kept moving her feet that's all that matters. i was like ah where am i yeah you did do a good i watched you look you're looking that you never took your eyes off that barrel i mean you just kept looking at those it. barrels <laughs> are so close right to that there. fence too so close you think? Again, oh, you know what? You know what I've been dealing with too is we're at Fort Worth, and all these everybody's like, "Such a hard pin. This is so difficult." And they're like, "San Antonio is so difficult," and all this stuff. And I just had no idea because, like, Tibby, J Lo, Famey, whatever. I'm like, these pins aren't hard, but now that I'm on something that's not as good as them, I'm like, golly, Jeez. these arenas yeah. are tough. <laughs> they are I tough. had no idea. <laughs> All right, so we're going to take a quick break on Cowboy Mafia. We've got Ivy Sabins, Michelle Darling, Brad Narducci, Anthony Lucia. We will be right back right after this. Oh. Welcome back to Cowboy Mafia, Michelle. Come on, you wankers. <laughs> we're going on an adventure. A little you adventure. Didn't do the hand thing. Oh, you going didn't. on an adventure. <laughs> what? It's the hand thing. Well, and then she, yes. do, and then she does the Italian thing. What? What did I say? What? Yeah. Talk about, talk about. Uh, taco. Tacos. Taco. That's, I'm gonna start that's a, Tassie's nickname. Taco. It is? Yeah, that's what Billy Jack calls Tassie. Oh, wow. He calls her Taco. Taco. That's. I love Taco. Is that endearing Why? to a know. woman to be called Taco? I don't know. He called one girl that um, drove for me for a while. He called her P-Donkey. Her name was P-Donkey. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Billy Jack makes up nicknames Boy, for people. He doesn't talk much, but when he does. Yeah, he, <laughs> calls, he, calls me. he calls me Ivan. He calls you <gasps> Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> I saw Michelle. I'm like, did she talk to you? Yes. <laughs> oh. she, she made me. Shut up. <laughs> I love it. She made me interact with other humans. Well, I, 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 I sick. Michelle oh, on him at Emily's wedding. There's why there's a reason <laughs> oh why there's no God. pictures of me from Emily's wedding because let's just say they didn't turn out good. Like, go, Michelle. Good, good for you. No, it was bad. Good you had fun. Billy Jack. Billy Jack was like, uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. And I'm over there she giving him a lap dance. Yeah, she slammed like, him down in a chair <laughs> and Michelle started giving him a lap dance. And Billy was like, get me out of here. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, keep going. I 
I was very intoxicated. Please let me add that. I do not so act funny. like that on a normal day. You just, I. Too many I, like white said, claws. Have, yeah, no, I got white clawed. I've been white clawed and I'll never drink a white claw again. Really? You yes, don't like I've it? I've been the white clawed. The first time to the lake in years and I, I had a lot of white claws and I was doing the YMCA with my legs and it was terrible. Nice. <laughs> I will nice. never I didn't drink even know that a white claw possible. again. It I is possible. I can get, get the Y done you for sure. I can get the Y done. Mine would just be the Y, 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 Y. It's terrible. That's hilarious. No, we were on inner tube and we couldn't get off the beach. And so they, the inner tube, we got on it in the boat and it was terrible. And on the way back, we're like doing the YMCA with our legs. And the husbands were like, never again. Never <laughs> And I did get white clawed and it was bad. I lost my flip flop and I'm still looking oh, for it. Oh, shoot. So totally off subject. Yeah. Have you guys ever been roofied before? I have. I you would have? like In to Vegas. be, but I haven't. <laughs> Why did you look directly at like me whenever you <laughs> said that? It sounds, oh my God. It sounds <laughs> fun. You've been, you've been roofied. Yeah, in Where? Vegas. In Vegas. Really? We went to the foundation room at the Manley Bay. Mm -hmm. I had two drinks. Not near enough to make me loopy. And... Uh, I looked I, at you after I brought you that second one, and I said, <laughs> have fun. No, you weren't around. I know. And I, I get back to the room, and that's the last thing I remembered. And I woke up and I was I was on a hall, not my floor. It was probably I had, Jeffrey Dahmer. <gasps> no, I had changed you clothes. Looking. You're his type. Yes, I had changed are. clothes, and I was in my shorts and my sh and a t-shirt. Mm -hmm. No wallet, no nothing. I didn't know where I was, and I found an elevator. It was Dahmer. Went down to the. Jeffrey. had to go down to the Mandalay Bay, and I go. I'm Anthony Lucia. I don't know anything more than that. <laughs> it was horrible. Yeah. So they they take me to my room. I my, thankfully my ID and everything was in there. This the funniest part of this story. So I'm rattled bad, yeah. and I'm doing my live with Lucia the next day. And my brother's there. He, it was all his camera crew that we were we had used for to the filming of it, and uh, and so I like pull him aside because I'm sh like visibly shaken because mm -hmm. I was I, had, I blacked mm -hmm. out. I didn't know anything. Yeah, and I had two drinks, and uh, <laughs> Tommy Joe. Friends with you? Nobody was with you. Well. When Jersey was Anthony with me, Anthony doesn't have a lot of friends. Yes, I do. I no, I don't really. But Jersey was with me. He's one. He's my very best friend. And he goes to his room. I go to my room. Whatever. Everything was fine. But then it hit because we had that one drink. And then we left. Mm -hmm. And so I take my brother to the side and I go, "Hey, man, uh, I got roofied last night." Oh my god! And you can see like a look of worry on his face. And he puts his both hands on my shoulders and he goes, "Do your farts still make noise?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I go, what? He goes, does it sound like this <laughs> when you fart? And I go, oh you son of a gun. You get out of my face. You dirty, rotten. See, it could have been Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> you can always count on Tommy I feel like Dahmer. he would have killed me. No. Uh, didn't Jeffrey Dahmer kill people? Looking. Yeah, he did, did he kill people? He sawed them up and put them in his refrigerator. Have you he, not watched it? Oh, I, I, watched I haven't either. I can't. Nah. I watched stuff it. Like that gives me Do you know how many okay. dark parking lots that we sleep in? I know. Or I am, I am, hotel rooms? I am like the scaredest person. This is a funny story. So Billy Jack and I, my nightmare, number one my nightmare is getting taken. Oh, yeah. In a parking lot. Me too. Like, that is number Stolen. one nightmare yeah. for Ivy. And so, like, when I'm walking places, man, I'm like, you know, I'm Watching you wear your, your surroundings, know what's up, you know, throw some bows, have whatever. Have a plan. Like, have a plan. I've got my taser, whatever. spray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm, like, going places. Well, so me and Billy Jack went on our first voyage together. We're going to California together. And it was our first big trip together. And... We were dating, and when you go into California, you have to go through this huge, like, checkpoint. Yeah. And they check all your paperwork and blah, blah, blah. When we were going through, it was nighttime, obviously. And anyways, he went in with the paperwork, 
and I was driving, and um, I was like, oh, I'm going to go in the trailer and, you know, use the restroom. Maybe I'm going to grab a cookie. I don't know. And so I go into the trailer. Well, I guess that Billy Jack had, like, army crawled, like, oh, up to the door. Why? And then uh -oh. popped up, and I wasn't in there. And he was like, oh. And he saw that the light was on in the trailer, so he went around the deal and right, like, went like this against the trailer. And I'm do 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 have my cookies, step out of there, and he freaking grabs me from behind. And he says, hey, little girl. <laughs> I fainted. No. I One scream, just, ah! <laughs> You did. Oh. oh, I fainted. Like I'm not kidding you. I straight. So wait, basically, up, what you told everyone now is you're very easily you're easy taken. You're easy to kidnap. Billy Jack, <laughs> he, he he was getting me up. He was like Ivy, Ivy, Ivy. Oh, and I was scared like, you to death. And I came back. I was like, don't do that ever again. Oh, he was like, we God. have got to work on this. Somebody could just <laughs> take you. I'm like, I, I know. But he, I'm not kidding. Like I never, I didn't even, I don't know. Like he just, hey, little girl, came up behind me, and I'm talking just. That's what I, I hate to be scared. I'm a fighter, though. If somebody's like, I, the first thing I do is swing. You think that until a man the is size of Is that how you would jet. swing? I wish everybody could it, just yeah, see this. That was like the worst punch ever. <laughs> what? <laughs> you look like you're punching Bobby. an oompa loompa. Oh, she's got her thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> what she's, are you supposed to do? You're supposed to have them like she's, that. She's like, take this. <laughs> she's like, take this. Knuckle sandwich. <laughs> That's what I <laughs> No, but I, uh, I'm done. I'm leaving. When I was a kid, though. <laughs> I was legitimately scared of being kidnapped. Like that was, I was scared of it, and I, I was the same way. I would be like, watching, always act. watching. Too dark in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know Ariana Grande. Like Ariana Flynn. Yeah. You know Ariana. Tiny tot. <laughs> Anna. Anna's so country. She's got like three pistols in her truck, and she's from Arkansas and all this stuff. And we were uh, driving a friend of hers' rig to Cheyenne. It was a semi, and then her rig. So we had two rigs going, and. We got outside of Salt Lake City up into the mountains, and she was like, oh, my gosh, I'm at a diesel brick. Okay, so it's like Jeez. midnight. We pull off to this little mountain town, and they're getting diesel, and I just pulled the semi around, backed it down this dark road, and was hanging out in a gravel parking lot, but I could see what's going on. This guy pops out behind the, um, the gas station and just beelines it to Anna's truck, and I called her. I said, hey, there's a guy coming to your truck. She's like, what? Boom, right there. She's like, Ugh. you know, and he starts like banging on the window, saying yep. all this crazy stuff, like trying to get in the trailer, whatever, right? And like won't leave him alone. So we call the cops, mm -hmm. and the cops are coming, and he like comes over to the semi. I'm driving to leave, and he like jumps on the side of the semi, hit the brakes, whatever, all this crazy stuff. Well, Anna doesn't have like a, a firearm license or whatever. And so she gets out of her truck after he, like, went back around the deal and runs over with her three pistols and puts them in the semi. And I don't know oh why. Oh, my but, gosh. And, I mean, I'm just, like, whipping it out of there. Four cop cars come. This guy was telling the police that Anna stole the trailer from him. Oh, my That gosh. it was his dad's and that she stole the trailer. What? Yes. Yeah. It was crazy. That's holy cow. That's what everybody needs to know. That's what you're dealing with when you're rodeoing alone. I did a deal for Western Horseman. Uh, Abigail called me the other day. And it was tips on people that travel a lot. Mm -hmm. And I was like, be aware of your surroundings. You always should. Plain and simple. Absolutely. My wife, oblivious mm -hmm. to things. Lisa is so trusting. Way she's too so trusting. <laughs> and I'm like, she's like, I'm going to pull off at some random gas station and get diesel. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, no. Mm -mm. Go to a big truck stop. Stay in well-lit areas. Like, stay in well-lit areas. That is you, good advice. You have to. It's, yeah, you it's, do. You have not to. Not to get all dark on this, but no, my do. goodness, it's a real thing. Like that's my, I, I worry about barrel racers as a whole. Like, 
Emily, you know, that's funny you say that. Like when we were headed out to Cali, I mean, there was a couple of places that were very scary. So we whooped off because we had to get diesel. We were about out. It was a very scary place. And she's like, I'm going to sit here and watch. And she had the gun. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get out. You watch my back. And yeah. I, I mean, it was just like, I'm like, but like that's a cop smart. movie. That's no, but smart. we were. And I'm paranoid anyway. I don't. I'm, I'm scared about the whole abduction thing. But even having kids now and my little girl with me, oh, I yeah. always look around. I always carry a gun. And yeah. I always make sure my surroundings, before I get out of the vehicle, and I always tell her, lock it. And you never unlock it for a stranger. You yep. leave it locked. I'll be right outside getting diesel. Never unlock it. And mm-hmm. she knows. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. So. so speaking of travel stories, and I know you're going to, I just want them to tell this story. And I'm sorry that I'm, I'm asking this question because no, I feel like you were about to jump in on this. About did you have any kidnapped? Yeah. Do you no. have anything you'd like to tell anybody? No. Huh? You want to no. share? No. You never got kidnapped. I did once. But you're okay. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> you got kidnapped? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, like I would be like the worst guy to kidnap. <laughs> Damn, he eats a lot. <laughs> How are we gonna feed this one? He's been alive in that basement without eating for a long time. <laughs> like, I would be the wrong guy. He actually kidnap. seems really happy because he's, he's nice losing. Yeah, he's, he looks good. Actually. No. Um, tell us the story about going to Chicago. Uh, oh. <laughs> and then. <laughs> The Botox. It was great. It was a really good time. We don't need to talk about it. Come on. No, it was the first time. I'd never <laughs> been on a trip with Ivy before, and I'm super excited because I'm like, oh, there's a little superstar. This is going to be so excited. I'm going to pick her up. And so I get everything loaded. My dad's actually with me. He wanted to go to Chicago. And so we pick up Ivy kind of in the middle of the night, and north we go. So about 10 minutes before we get to Chicago, I'm on one of the busiest highways in America. I am about i was gonna top it off because i was tired and she um had fell asleep in the back seat so we all got up and the handle was green it was green and i put diesel <laughs> in my truck and we drove and then it was gelling my truck started gelling up and so i'm really quote, romping unquote. on it i'm like <laughs> like getting on it like that you know like getting like, that getting that diesel all she's gotta blow it through there <laughs> no well, i wake up i wake up yeah and michelle is like this piece of <laughs> oh yeah just <laughs> grabbing yeah. it and she's pissed. like brand <laughs> it's a brand new truck. Brand new <laughs> yeah. And that thing just like whoop, it just done. shut off. And I I said, you know, it jailed up. It's it was shit. It was <laughs> it was ten degrees. It jailed up. It's a piece of yeah. shit. So I can't find It's not a nineteen thirties tractor <laughs> like this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jump started. Piece of crap. Anyway, so we finally find a ride and they tow the truck and like we've been up for 24 hours get the horses finally bedded down and we have not ate we're starving shaky and so we find a little restaurant start eating and finally the dealership calls me and he's like ma'am I'm like yes because I'm convinced that my truck gelled up and he's like you put gas in your truck (laughs) and I was like oh my god (laughs) and I start crying and I was like looking at me and she's like there there and I just gotten some fresh Botox and she's like you look like Kim Kardashian when you cry (laughs) and I was like shut up I lost it and I mean I'm like mad crying I'm I'm so upset I'm like that's it we're going to bed like I couldn't take it anymore and it was and she had a good round she ended up second one in the 25,000 and on the way home guess who didn't ride with me (laughs) I didn't she was Lady, she with went with the lady who won first at the event. Yeah, because she knew she wouldn't talk, and I think Ivy was tired of me talking. No, I, know, I know. I, was like, I rode with Haley yeah, on the I way back. Haley with you. Yeah, and Haley and I, had, we had some good little conversations. And um, Were they little yeah. conversations just because Haley's stature? Is that what you meant yes. by that? No, oh. no. You have to talk to little people a certain way. Yes, Tiny talk. Do, but she let me drive, and she Aww. let me put diesel in her truck, too. Nice. Yeah, because we're leaving. They're like, don't let her put fuel in your truck. And I'm like, all right, guys. So how much, did that, how much did that cost? you 13,000 holy <laughs> shit all new injectors and i was
was not driving. My I hate flying, so my husband flew back out to Chicago, oh. and he's like, "Good, you're paying in my." You butt. hate flying. I hate flying. I, I love, love flying. flying. Like my, my, I don't. Oh my god. Flying's the best. So Flying's gross. The best. Well, like Everybody's I like, thought, <laughs> like the Dramamine. I'm like, you know, it says take two, so let's take six. What? Like, Jeez, oh, oh, I take a bad. half a Dramamine, I and I'm just like, good they worked, and like I just start drinking. Well, I do drink too. I wasn't done. I I do. I snort a Dramamine. The uppers and the downers. Yeah, snort a Dramamine. I have like my anxiety medication and everything. Like, oh, I don't fly. Airports are disgusting. Oh, there's gross. Yeah. Have you been to a truck stop lately? I have hand sanitizer, and we I usually stock our fridges with good stuff. So, like, we usually pull up, get diesel, run back, yeah, to the I don't trailer, grab a little in. snack, and, and I don't smart. use their public restrooms. No. I use my trailer. Yeah, I use my trailer. Yeah, 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 I do yeah. not use their. I will say, restrooms. airplane bathrooms suck. They're terrible. For oh, people they're terrible. my size. They're anybody's size. I don't yeah. know that I could ever. Billy go Jack hates flying. He does not fit on airplanes. Yeah, he's so grouchy when we fly. And I always tell him, like... Did you see what she did? She looked at me. He does not fit. And, like, <laughs> like how the fuck do you, you just fit? Said, you, just said <laughs> that, <laughs> you just said that you didn't fit very good in bathrooms. I didn't say... No, I no, I know. But you didn't oh, don't, don't poke the bear, Brad. <laughs> you <laughs> think you're tough until you've met a Saban. I'll just, I'll just grab her. She'll pass out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Told people She's that. like a fainting goat. <laughs> you oh seen my the video? god! <laughs> no, they just I get am. They go. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Better be ready for video tonight. After she runs, I'm gonna get her. No, don't do waiting. it. I wouldn't do it. You know whose fault that is? It's my brother's fault. It's Chance's fault. <laughs> Good because job, Chance. when we were growing up, he would scare me every night. I'm I'm still to this day scared of the dark. Like dude, because Dixon, of Chance. Yes. Pretty much, Jeez. and but Duke Dixon and Lindsay, like they live across the street from uh-huh. us. And when I'm home alone, like Billy Jack's gone, they're like, we know when Billy's gone because every light in your house is every on light in the house night. is. And you're walking like, around so with a shotgun. <laughs> yeah, and Patrolling. but Chance, I'll never forget this. We lived in this old farmhouse, and like when you went to the back of the house, um, there's two bedrooms upstairs and two bedrooms downstairs, and the stairs were like this. And Chance's bedroom was right there, and mine was right here. And he would do this thing where when I would go up the stairs, mind you, they're hardwoods, they're slicker than heck. He would grab my ankle through the deal. Oh, oh no. And, oh my God. and I would scares me. scream and like fall down the deal. And then if we ever did chores, he would disappear. And I'd be like walking from the barn after I shut the lights off. And I would run oh. every time because I knew he was somewhere. <laughs> and so I would run and he would just come out of nowhere with like a ski mask on or something. And he would oh chase God. me to the house. Jesus. He was such a punk. You really that were traumatized. Diabolical is what yeah. that is. Chance was a monster when we yeah. were growing up. He was so mean. That make, that's what makes him so good at his job because he's he, so freaking He wouldn't talk quick. to me at school, yeah. in high school. Like, I would go up to him and try to talk to him because he was such, like he was kind of like a ladies' man. Like, he was so cool in oh, high school. Yeah. And I'd be like, Chance, my brother. And he was like, hurry up. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Yeah, Chance. he was ruthless in high school. How were you in high school? Me, I had no friends. No friends. I just oh. hung out with my sister's friends, so I didn't have to meet people. Oh. And I just hung out with the people I played club volleyball. We'd have got along good. I want to know about Michelle <gasps> in high too. school. Michelle no. was the cool chick. No, yeah, I you were too. I guarantee you were the cool chick. You were the cool. Like coolest. you were the you were the one that probably. You were the hot girl. I'm the one. That, no, I was in a lot of trouble, actually. I snuck out a lot. I went to lots of parties. So she was wild and too. cool. Oh, oh and no. I what kind of so cigarettes did, that, did you smoke? I was cool. <laughs> nice. And Camel yeah. Crushes. Ooh, Camel yeah, Crushes. Yes. High five. I don't smoke either. That was social. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how it all, no, that's really how it starts. Smoke. It does start like that. All barrel racers smoke. Yeah. No. 
No. God, I miss high school parties <laughs> oh, so God. much. You no, miss house parties? Uh, high school parties oh. in general. So I was homeschooled. I, I never partook in that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> high school parties was Friday night. <laughs> TGIF, yeah. when Family Matters would come on at 7 and you get a bowl of SpaghettiOs. Your high school parties were Awanas on Wednesdays. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're we going to Luby's, Anthony. Let's go. <laughs> no, we Chance and Paige were really wild when we were in high school. And so then I would just go with them. And, oh, my Because you're the youngest, right? Yeah, I'm the youngest. Yeah. And we were all in high school at the same time. And anyways, my poor mother, like, <laughs> we would just leave. She'd be like, you can't go. She'd be like in the doorway and Chance would be like, I always thought it was better to ask for forgiveness than permission. And most That's of the time right. they didn't find out about it until like, there was like 10 years ago, I finally told them everything I did. And they just, both of them were like with their jaws dropped, like what? What you did? Well. You decided to tell your that. parents at twenty. Well, yes, kinda. It was 26. another drunk. It was like margarita night at the, me- <laughs> the like, Mexican yes, place, and I like. They're like, we sh- you know, all of our kids were pretty good, and I was like, I wasn't. I was <laughs> terrible. Um, I will oh. say, I'm the only sibling that has not been arrested. I haven't. That's well, cool. Yeah. That's cool. Wait a minute. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I actually was like put in the back of a cop car for a party I was not supposed to be at, but they let me go because somebody else was running. So I got out of that one. Oh, yeah, I ran. Nice. I always nice. ran and I never yeah. got caught. Chance yeah. did. <laughs> Do you know Chase Richter? Mm-mm. So last night, he's a kid that had a has a house in Weatherford. You know, he's got a he's actually done really well for himself and got a bucking horse program and everything. But that whenever I lived with at Allen Box House in Millsap, mm-hmm. we would all go to Chase Richter's house for his parties. So I'm the oldest one there because I was 23 or 24 and all these other kids are college kids, freshmen, whatever. So the cops show up and I freak out and I don't know why I freaked out because Because you're the only age because I was of age. But then I literally we go and hide in the in the open a bumper pull trailer that was open. Oh, wow. And I think that I'm hiding and I crawl up in a ball and I'm covering my head. And we can hear everything. Like the cops are all around. They're pulling kids, and you you can like they. It was a sting yeah, operation. Yeah. Because they had gotten word that they were underage drinking. Whatever. Somebody ratted you out. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. That's for that's what actually happened. But so I'm in this ball, and all I, I can hear a cop walking, and I'm like, oh no, please keep going, please keep going. The door's open of the trailer. He literally walks around. And I see the light, and he goes, really. Because <laughs> like, he goes, did you think that I wasn't oh, going to see oh you if you cover your face? Yes. <laughs> I can't, can't see, see you. You can't see me. I'm not goes. here. Yeah. I got my shades on. Right. You can't, you can't see me. You can't see me. <laughs> wow. So did so, you get arrested? Uh, no. Thankfully, wow. we didn't. And uh, because I actually, I didn't buy any of the beer. And so I was Allegedly. Wasn't, I, d- I wasn't contributing. I said, I had no idea these kids weren't of age. Yeah. It's my bad. They did it. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, so you were right one there. of those that point your finger? And wow, they did it. what a rat! Wow. That's a rat, I just dude. Keep my mouth um, shut. Well, I'm like, I know nothing. Yeah, self press. Yeah, you can I don't get know. in big trouble for. If oh, there's yeah. 20 underage minors and yeah. I'm the only one of two people un- like legally yeah. drinking, nah. I'm not going to jail for those little punks. Ain't got your back. No, <laughs> I don't know you. I didn't yeah. even know those little. Hellies. I was roofied. That's why I'm here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Let's not bring that up I anymore. I'm sorry. I think that yeah, was... Yeah, I don't know why I even asked you that. <laughs> that was a random question. And then wondering. Michelle goes, I'd like to be. <laughs> I, I mean, I'd like to try it. I got roofied at Fort Madison. Oh, no. Yeah, at the oh, yeah. cinch shootout thing or whatever. What? In Car- Iowa? Me and Carly Servey did. I believe there, no. we went up. Was it Binion? 
liquor night, literally. We went up to the contestant. Mm-hmm. They get free beer. Yeah. Like, you know, they give you these chips and whatever. Mm-hmm. And me and Carly went up there at the same time. And we got a beer together. And then I was going to the casino and she was going to the party, like, that they had at Fort Madison. And we just, like, both left. Like, we didn't even drink our beers together. And I went to the casino and I had that beer and one other beer and then headed to the hotel room with uh, my friends or whatever to go to sleep. And like, all I remember is getting our key and that's it. And I woke up the next morning and I was like, well, gosh, guys, so sorry. I was no fun. Like, you know, whatever. And they're like, uh, you were (laughs) up all night. Oh Oh my God. Yeah. Like could, would not, it it was, it, it was the weirdest. And like you said, like shaking. Yeah. The next day, I should not have felt bad. Like, I had two beers. Mm-hmm. I had to run in slack that next morning. And, I mean, I was just, like, shaking. Traumatized. Well, then Ariana said that That's it was, scary. like, the same thing happened to Carly. Like, that she just, whew. Holy cow. So, I'm assuming that we both got roofied at the contestant beer That's scary. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't, isn't that Hambone's favorite rodeo, Fort Madison? It's probably Hambone. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Spike the punch. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have a good night. Anyways, enough talk about roofies. Um, I know where our time is. We're getting close on time, right? We are, yeah. Okay, so the last thing I wanna I wanna deal with and I wanna talk about is going into this year. Obviously, we know where you're kind of at. Ivy's at mindset wise. You've got Martini and and how old is Martini? She's twelve this year. Twelve years old, but yeah. still, that's no. It's good. I do feel like we're running out of time, and I feel like you know. I, I like I told her the other night. I want to rodeo, but I don't want to rodeo. Sure. Like I, I do, and I love it. But the miles and being away from my family—that's that's what's tough for me because I love my kids. I love my husband. I love to be at home. And, yeah. And so I I mean yeah I want to try to go for it again this year, but everything's gonna have to really line up just right because I'm not gonna haul like I did last year. And I turned out of quite a few. I I've never hauled like Ivy <coughs> and Emily and all them. I mean I thought I really hauled a lot, but when I look back, I'm like man. I feel like, you know, I should have won a lot more, and I didn't. Sure. But I had one horse, and I wanted to really take care of her. When the more runs you make on her, the better she does. And I think we all know that. Like, the one week that I won a bunch of money that got me back up to, like, ten, ninth or 10th, and I was like, man, I'm going to make it now, was when she ran literally six days in a row. She wow. got better and better and placed at every rodeo. And, and then, you know, she had a break or two in between there, and then, you know, we slowed back down towards the end, and I just – I got out rodeoed. It's not that I got out ran. I got out sure. rodeoed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. So. Well, and with Ivy, do you think that this is kind of a blessing in a way? Because since you've been married to Billy Jack, you guys are both doing your own jam, basically. Mm-hmm. And now it's you have the opportunity to actually be there, not only spend time with him, but help him witness what he's doing with his program. He's got a very successful program. So do you ever look at it like, this isn't, I mean, this is different, obviously, than what I'm used to, but do you ever look at it like like where this is kind of cool or no, not yet? I mean, I, I, I'm, I don't know. I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I think that Billy Jack's the coolest. Like, yeah. And I appreciate everything he does, and I'm happy to help. He's funny. He doesn't really want my help. Mm-hmm. Like, when I tell him, you know, oh, I, I can help or do this or whatever, he's like, I don't, you know, he just doesn't want my sure. he, because he has like a whole team of people, right? Oh, okay. Lopers, saddlers. Oh, wow. People that clean the stalls, people that are in charge of the breeding program. Like, I mean, there's Cody, Flower, seven people that oh, were in wow. here. Oh, wow. That's a big operation. He don't, he don't need my help. Right. 
And so really right now, like what I'm trying to do is just find like different outlets to make money in my dry spell. And yep. thankfully I have like race colts and have different stuff that I can sell and kind of make money and selling horses and all yeah. that. Um, but honestly, like Billy Jack doesn't need my help sure. unless we're down at Shane Boston's and Jessica Boston's yeah. where like, you know, because we don't have a covered arena at DF yet. So we came down, we came down to Shane Boston's with a uh, 20 head. Holy cow. Yeah. And obviously like there's four or five that have gone like back and forth to swap them out so that they can keep progressing and all that. And then the boys have taken turns like Ethan and Lane and Mason, the, all the boys that work there and rope and stuff have taken turns like coming down week by week. So Billy has somebody to turn steers for him or to heal for the fraternity horses and stuff. Um, but like obviously he needs my help in that sense because we don't have the saddlers and the lopers and all the different stuff um, down at Shane. So I've been helping him do that. And I like doing it because Billy Jack's a, such a great horseman. And he, what I, I think what I love about him is that he's n never thinks that, you know, that he's done learning. Like yep. he, um, Absolutely. he loves to go and ride with the cow horse guys that Ty Benson is just, I mean, he, Billy Jack just loves riding with yeah. him. And, and being able to bounce ideas off of him and he's always wanting to go to the next level and billy jack really inspires me because he um is so like everything is so together mm -hmm. like it doesn't matter if it's just roping like his rig is pristine his truck is always clean his you know he's got everything he's just a very organized person which is something that i need in my life because i am like right. yeah I'm, i i make like 20 trips back and forth <laughs> to my trailer i'm like oh my god i forgot something again oh my god oh my god like yeah and so he's really good for me in that sense but honestly billy jack doesn't need my help the patience my husband has so much patience because I, you have yeah. no idea how hard i am to live with well and i too uh. like when i get on billy's horses and i stop him he's like how do you make everything hit their front end <laughs> That's what I do. It's my job. <laughs> like, I don't need to stop. Right. Yeah. I need Billy Jack motion. wouldn't even let me pick up my horse because he thought I was going to ruin it again. He wouldn't <laughs> let you pick up your horse. <laughs> you I was like, can I get it? No, like I, he, I've got a horse and it's actually a martini baby, a streak of fling, a really cool buckskin horse. It was behind and I sent it to Billy Jack so they could start heading on it. And he's like, I'm going to be gone for 30 days rodeo. And which I knew that. And he was like, you know, what do you, you want to pick him up or do you want to leave him here and just pay board? And I was like, well, can I pick him up and ride him? He's like, well, I'd rather you not. And I was like, okay, I'll just leave him there on board. Really like, ouch. Okie dokie. That's one thing, Billy, I say. He was like, honest. He's the, best. Yeah. he's the best. He's the best person I've ever seen with owners because he tells you what the horse is right That's now. Right. He That's doesn't incredible. tell you what they could be. Right. He yeah. doesn't tell you what they were. He's And they're like, how's my horse? They suck right now. Yep. Yeah. And how's, they're like, oh, should we keep yeah. trying? I mean, we can if you want. That's yeah. up to you. <laughs> That's incredible. That's yeah. hard to find. Yeah. That's cool. And yeah. he's cool sending them back. Like, yeah. Billy ain't milking anybody for yeah, money. I asked him. I said, got so many horse? people on yeah. the waiting list to send outside horses. Like, we're tapped out. when There's, like, 30 people on the waiting list. That's so it's cool. ridiculous. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. And so what do you do whenever you're home, Michelle? Uh, ride a lot. We've, I've always got a bunch of young horses, and I always take a couple outside horses. So, you know, I ride anywhere from five to ten head of horses a day. My husband ropes a little bit. Okay. And I kind of ride his horses. I have a lot of babies, weanlings, yearlings. We bre we have a pretty big breeding deal. This girl um, makes money. That's cool. Ooh, that's that's my thing. Like, mm -hmm. I know we got to get going, but like, you're good. I love Martini, and she has done so much for me, and she's just the mare that keeps on giving to me. But, you know, we've had... You know, she's won a little over half a million. I'd love to get her to a million. That's my goal. But I've also sold over half a million in horses in the last three years out of her. Ooh, so incredible. she has paid my way, and I am so thankful for her. I mean, gosh yeah. darn. I mean, her first weanling to sell brought 100000 and I was like, 
Is that, that lean just lean? happened. That just happened. That's I had crazy. to pinch myself and mm-hmm. I said, thank you, Martini. That's why I say that mare owes me nothing but gives me everything. Right. Yep. Right. That's cool. Yep. Yeah. And uh, But didn't you say something about nursing? Yeah. So I graduated nursing school this year. I got an associate's degree of science when I was younger and okay. pursued nursing. I quit because my horse still was so good and it was doing really good for me. So I kind of kept doing that. And um, then I went ahead and finished my nursing degree and graduated this year. Wow. So oh, I can do a congrats. That's Thank cool. Thank you. That's Way awesome. to make us feel like losers. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Beauty and <coughs> brains. <That's Yeah>. <laughs> wow. I, I'm just an injector. Botox. If anybody needs any, hit me up after this. She's yeah. an injector. Just yeah. don't put gas in it. <laughs> don't. Oh put, my God, if you want to cry like it. a Kardashian, call <laughs> Michelle. Yeah. Call greatest, Michelle. That's right. The greatest line ever. I know. That's hilarious. Kim Kardashian. Well, thank you guys. This has been fun. Yeah, it's been Heck awesome. Yeah. You guys are great. Thank you so much, Brad. Do you have any final thoughts for the ladies? Do you have any? I don't, enc- I, do you have any encouraging words? I learned a lot today. Absolutely. I, it was it was really good. I I appreciate you guys coming down. And we can we learn that uh, brand new trucks can gel up. They can <laughs> if you put gas in. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, well, a big thank you to Michelle Darling, Ivy Sabins. That's Brad Narducci. I'm Anthony Lucian. This has been another episode of Cowboy Mafia. If you don't remember anything that you heard today, please remember this: be thankful for the ones beside you, be thankful for the God above you, and be thankful for the life before you. Good night, everybody.